Hello everyone. Wow, I can't believe we're we're doing this. We're here. This is a real deal. My name is Ray and this is the Diary of a Girl Like Me podcast. This is the first episode, the pilot episode. Um I'm so excited for you to be here listening to my voice. Uh, so I had uh, something in mind for the pilot episode, but I had to switch gears because life happened. And so I want to talk about what happened. And so the basis of this episode is going to be documentation, right? Uh, more specifically in the apartment uh, arena. So uh, I was in the military for six years. I was stationed in South Dakota for all six of those years. And so when my service was over, I decided I wanted to move to Las Vegas. And so the way it works when you uh, get out of the military, they will only pay to send your stuff and to move you back from your home of record. So that is where you joined the military at. I joined the military in Chicago, opposite side of the country from Nevada. So I had to pay for the move myself. So um, again, leaving the military, abandoning my stable form of income, I did the move by myself. So I loaded up my Jeep Renegade and I bought one of those like top loader things where you can like load stuff up on the top of your car and you tie it. So I got one of those and I drove the entire way to Las Vegas. Um, no stops. I think I did stop actually um, for maybe like an hour. Took a quick little hour nap and then kept going. But for the most part, I went the whole way there. I pulled up to the apartment complex that I had done the whole leasing process online for. Had not seen the apartment. They would not let me see the apartment. Uh, mind you, just got off this long drive. I'm ready to go to bed. I just want to lay down. Uh, I'm dehydrated. I'm hungry. So I, I pull up, I go into the leasing office. And so how every other apartment has worked when I moved in, they, uh, they, one of someone from the property does the walkthrough with you in the inventory condition sheet with you. It's not a here, here's this paper, go do it on your own. It's before I even give you the keys and you finish signing everything, let's go look at the apartment together. That did not happen here. So that was red flag numero uno, okay? Um, I pull up and the guy is like, no, I cannot give you the keys until you sign the inventory sheet. And I'm like, can someone go walk with me? And he was like, as you can see, I'm the only one here right now. So-and-so was on the phone, like, we can't do it. What you can't do is go do it yourself and then bring the inventory sheet back. So I said, forget it, whatever. I signed the inventory sheet. I go to the apartment and I, I literally could cry. Uh... The apartment looks nothing like it did in the pictures. Now, keep in mind, um, my move-in date, I did send my friend to go look at the apartment, really just to make sure it was real. Uh, he, I had sent him the pictures of the pictures that they had sent me of what the apartment looked like. So I thought in my mind that when he went, he would let me know, like, hey, this place looks nothing like it did. Um, he didn't. He's a guy. I don't know what I was expecting, but he went and I more so was concerned about the fact that I wasn't getting scammed. Um, 
you know, that I was going to pull up and it was going to be a real apartment. So he's like, yeah, place is real. You know, looks like it looks, you know, boom. I'm like, cool, whatever. So I pull up and it looks nothing like the pictures they sent me. I'm like so sad. The bathroom literally is a totally different bathroom. Very just not up to my standards. I like to live in nice places. I like my apartments to look nice. This was nothing like that. Um, There was gum on the carpet when I moved in everything uh the counters counters uh cabinets were not clean nothing was really clean um it looked like it was cleaned in a rush you know it wasn't filthy but it wasn't clean so um and mind you this is in the middle of a pandemic this was in July of 2020 so corona is in full swing so everything should have been spotless um, it wasn't. So I called the leasing office and I'm like, hey, you know, there's gum on the carpet. There's this, there's that. Like, what the fuck is going on? And they go, well, we don't have any other apartments available, um, especially not a one, not one with the garage like you wanted. So, you know, if there's a big issue, there's nothing we can do. Um, you know, just put in work orders for the stuff. Again, I just finished this super long drive, drove straight from South Dakota. It's like a 17 or 20 hour drive, something like that. I'm exhausted. I don't have time to fight with these people. I don't have the energy, so I say forget it. Um, I like lay down. I, I think I did undid my air mattress. Uh, you know, I lay down and that's it, right? Um, So... Something in my mind was like, document all of this because they're letting you move into an apartment that's raggedy. Like, this apartment is raggedy. Raggedy Ann. And something told me, I was like, I'm going to move out and they're going to try to charge me for all this stuff and say I did all this stuff and that these were damages that I did. So I took pictures of everything. I took pictures of the gum. There was a red stain in the carpet. There were like bleach stains in the carpet. There were just like regular stains in the carpet. I took pictures of everything. Now, I did not take pictures of like the dirt and the filth. Um, because at that point I had started cleaning everything. I was just mad and I wanted to get my stuff in. I wanted to just lay down. I wanted to relax. I wanted to be done. Right. So, um, I didn't get pictures of like the cabinets and everything. So, you know, I move in, move in, move in fast forward. I signed a year lease. Right. So fast forward, um, the year passes well let's say 11 months 11 months passes I get an email um from a new property company saying we have bought your property complex um we are the owners now the old people don't work here anymore everything has switched hands and when I tell you when I read that my heart sunk because I already knew when I moved out it was going to be some bullshit because the people who were buying it, you could tell was a much more like top of the line property manager, management company. And I knew they were going to try to spruce up everything and probably change everything. And I knew that that probably meant I was going to bear the cost. Um, my heart sunk and I knew, but I was like, you know what? You have documentation. It is what it is, right? Fast forward, I move out. While I'm moving out, I had a candle lit. And um, 
I knocked the candle over on the banister. So it spilled a little bit of candle wax on like the carpet on the stairs. And there was a little bit on the wall. Um, I didn't have time to clean it because I was already running behind. I was having issues with um, the movers trying to get the couch into my apartment. The apartment, the couch that I had in my old apartment would not fit in my new apartment. So that was a whole thing. Like, where do I leave it? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, so I leave the wax, but everything else was spotless. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a neat, clean freak. Um, I even bought a car carpet shampooer and shampooed all the carpets. Like everything was spotless. Everything was clean. I was like the sanitizing people who have to come in after me, like they're going to be so happy because this apartment is spotless. Um, so much to my surprise, uh, last week I received an email from the new apartment complex saying, you know, here's your receipt. Uh, have a great day. And I'm thinking, you know, they're going to charge me maybe two, $300 for the wax. Because when I tell you it was a small candle, like the damage was so minuscule and I was going to clean it up myself. It was really one of those things like you could have cleaned up in two seconds. Um, but I was like, you know, whatever, I'll just pay them for it. Uh, so much to my surprise, I, I click on the invoice and they are saying I owe them 1200 doll hairs. Twelve hundred doll hairs. They were saying I owed them my full month's rent. A little more than my full month's rent. It was like twelve eighty seven and some change. Um, I don't know what happened. The audio got cut off. Sorry about that. Um. Okay. So I click on the invoice and it was like twelve eighty seven and some change. Mind you, I opened this while I was at work. I have never made a phone call so fast in my entire life. Um, I call and I'm like, I need to speak to the manager now. Like, why I said, you know, I just looked at this invoice of saying I'm being charged twelve eighty seven. Um, why? He goes, oh, that was an accident. We didn't mean to send you an invoice for that much. You were only in the apartment for a year. And so we're only going to charge you for one year because you were charged the full price of the carpet, but you were only in there for a year. So prorated, we'll charge you for a year's worth of carpet damage. And I'm thinking it's already going to be adjusted for the very minimal damage I did. I was surprised that they were charging me carpet damage at all because when I tell you the wax was in a very small spot, but I was like, look, you didn't clean it up. They're going to charge you. It is what it is. So he said, we'll adjust. And then, so they also were charging me a $115 cleaning fee. My issue with, with that was when I moved in, um, they charged a $350 non-refundable um, security deposit that you pay on top of your regular security deposit when you first move in. Um, and she said, you know, this is so that we hold your apartment so no one else can look at it. And then we also, um, we use this for part of the cleaning fee because you will not pay the cleaning fee on the back end of your move out. We uh, charge the cleaning fee on the front end, right? 
So why am I being charged $150 cleaning fee to move out, right? So I send him that. Um, I send him all of this and I tell him about the gum in the carpet and just like how upset I was when I moved in because I felt like the apartment looked nothing like uh, was uh, prophesied to me. And, you know, he pretends on the phone like he cares, so concerned. He said, I'm going to adjust that. I'm going to adjust this. He sends me an invoice. And there is not much difference. Now, on the bill, I'm being charged a $300 repainting fee for the entire apartment because it says damage repainting fee. So they're charging me $300 to repaint the entire apartment. They're charging me the $115 cleaning fee. And now they're charging me $294 for the carpet. So I owe them money. I moved into these raggedy apartments and they're saying I owe them money. Also, um, they're saying my deposit was only $300. My deposit was $500. Again, I have documentation of all of this. All of it. All of this, what I'm saying, is documented. I have it. I reply to him, Tommy, the property manager, and I say, Hey, I don't believe I should be paying a cleaning fee because I was told the $350 I paid upon move-in was a part of the cleaning fee that the property company who I was leasing under before said they charged their cleaning fees on the front end, not the back end. Shouldn't be charged a cleaning fee. Also, why am I being charged a $300 repainting fee? I never damaged the walls, not so much as a scratch. It was a very spacious apartment, so there was always plenty of room to move around. I did not scratch any of those walls, nothing, no holes in the walls. I never hung up any pictures on any nail, never nailed anything into the wall. So $300 to repaint. And then I asked for an itemized list of damages. Whenever someone is charging you for something, whether it be at the hospital, you know, hair salon, if you want to get technical, um, pretty much anything, you want an itemized list of damages. Because when people charge you, they just charge you one price and they say, I'm charging you for damages or I'm charging you for this hospital visit, right? An itemized list, they have to break down each and every charge. So if your total is $500, what are each of the charges that led me to have to have to pay? It's $500. Uh, and it should show like $25 for food, um, $50 for the IV, uh, $60 for, you know, the gown. Uh, $200 for whatever met the steroid they gave you, blah, 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 right? So for an itemized list of damages, they should have each of the damages like hole in wall here, spill on wall here, scratch on wall here, scuff on wall here. That is what an itemized list is, right? So I asked for an itemized list of the wall damages, and I also needed an itemized list of the carpet damages, why they're charging me almost $300 for a very small portion of wax, Right. Um, so I emailed this all to the man and he pretty much says, like, you know what? We're charging you. I can't reverse anything. Um, and he said the itemized list was already included on your invoice and he just restated the charges. Right. 
that is not an itemized list, Tommy. I said, what are the specific damages? He sent me a picture and he said, you know, this is the pictures I have on fall file. There was nothing in the pictures. The pictures had nothing. Nothing. So I called Tommy this morning. I called him. I said, can you please tell me the damages? Because the pictures you sent me, there's nothing. It's spotless. I literally shampooed the carpets before I left. I bought a carpet shampooer to shampoo the carpets before I left. Everything was clean. The only damage should have been that little portion of wax. Why am I being charged all this money? So he looks and he goes, oh, you're right. The picture, your stuff is clean in the pictures. He said, hmm. Okay, well, we'll just charge you for a touch-up paint. Why are you charging me for a touch-up paint? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Lord Jesus. But, like, he cannot tell me. I'm like, first of all, why am I having to call you to correct how you are charging me? Why is this not getting done right the first time? He starts getting defensive. Well, I told you I was sorry, and I told you I admitted to the problem of older charging you <coughs> for the carpet the first time you know blah 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 like started getting defensive instead of saying i'm sorry i'm putting you through this i told him i was like this is emotionally taxing i'm already a struggling college student i'm only working three days a week not making much money because i'm in school and i can't work i'm on a fixed income I cannot afford to just be dishing out money to you. And my question is, what if I had not had called and, and addressed these issues with you? You all would have been happy charging me that $1,200. And I said another thing. My deposit was $500, not $300. And I paid a $350 security holding, non-refundable cleaning fee when I moved in. Why are you charging me $115 when the apartment was spotless when I moved out aside from the little bit of wax he goes well I'm like forget it manager because at this point I feel tried at this point I feel tried I feel like they the property switched hands so they're trying to spruce everything up and since I was the last tenant they're putting everything on me why do I have to pay for a full repaint and I was in that apartment for one year the apartments are not new so you're charging me for a full repaint and not first of all not prorating it but fuck even prorating it because i'm not even paying that i did not damage those walls there's no damage to those walls surely not 300 dollars worth of damage surely it does not it costs 300 dollars to repaint a one bedroom apartment when i caused no damages i said i need pictures of the damages he said, well, we don't have any, but fuck all that. So at this point, um, I uh, submitted like emails for lawyers to call me because at this point I want money for pain and suffering. I'm in school. I should be focusing on my schoolwork right now. Not trying to find a fucking lawyer because you guys got me fucked up. So um, I called their head like property manager. Of course... She didn't answer the phone, so I left a message, but it's looking like I'm going to have to, like, take these people to court. And it's super messed up because 
when I moved into this apartment, I I pretty much fucking cried because I felt catfished. I was so unhappy with the apartment, hence why I moved out. You know, I was so unhappy with the apartment and the cleanliness of the apartment. And so for them to say now that I owe them money to help them spruce up that raggedy apartment when it was not in a good condition when it was given to me, but now I have to pay to spruce it up, y'all got me fucked up. And this is why documentation is so important if you are renting, buying anything anywhere you go document everything and I did not document as well as I should have because I didn't know all this was going to happen but I should have been recording those phone call conversations or had a bare minimum after we got off the phone sending an email saying hey on the phone you mentioned this this and this I just wanted to recap from my records Because that would make this whole process a whole lot easier. But now it's going based off of a he said, she said, because all of the people, property managers that I spoke to no longer work there because the company was bought out. What I do have are pictures with dates. That is my new, my favorite thing about this new age and technology is like everything can be documented and everything can be taken pictures of. Everything can be recorded. Everything. There is no, oh, I didn't say that, oh, I didn't do that, oh, that didn't happen. It's recorded. It's documented. I took pictures. And I'm so glad I did something. Something in my spirit told me because y'all want to charge me $300 to replace carpet when there was gum on the carpet when I moved in, Kool-Aid bleach stains on the carpet, and you want to charge me $300 to replace it? Suck my dick from the back. And how, and I even asked them in the email, I said, how in good conscience can you, can you send me an invoice for this much when I'm sending you pictures of fucking gum in the carpet from when I moved in? And so when I first moved in and I was telling them how unhappy I was, they were like, you know, put in work orders for the stuff. If there's something major, put in a work order. How the fuck do I put in a work order for the apartment being dirty when I moved in. Because at this point, I've already started cleaning it because I'm not a dirty bitch. And I don't want to look at that shit. How do I put in a work order for that? How do I put in a work order for the fact that there's gum on the floor and bleach stains in the carpet? So that's when I, you know, took those pictures. And so the new guy, the new property manager, he goes, well, why didn't you put in any work orders? Because I checked and you didn't put in any work orders except for um, things like your dishwasher not working and fire detector needing new batteries. But that was well after you had already moved in. And so I asked him, I said, how was I to put in work orders for? How was I supposed to put in work orders for this stuff? Make it make sense. Something something here is not computing. So... That's what I'm dealing with right now. Um, and like I said, I'm all I'm on a fixed income. I'm already working out repayment to um, my school. It's just a lot going on, and I don't have money to pay these people. And it, things like this keep happening like financial wise like people keep coming after me for money 
I don't have it. I don't have it. And since I'm not working, um, I applied for a bunch of student loans, you know, just personal loans in general, just have money to live. I got denied because I didn't have income because I'm not working. So I don't have the money to, like, bend over and give you this. Like, and so the second invoice he sent, the one where he, like, prorated the cop, the carpet price, it came out to me, uh, the charges being $600. And then he did subtracted my $300, which was actually $500 deposit. So now it's saying I only owned them $300. But at this point, it's the principal and I'm not paying y'all any money and I want my deposit back at this point. And I feel like that is not going to be the outcome I get when I talk to this property manager lady. I'm not, I'm going to put positive vibes out in the air saying that, you know, she's going to be accommodating. But I feel like if the person under her was so comfortable being disrespectful to me and not being like having good customer service, it's probably because that shit's coming from the top up. So now I'm going to find the most bulldoggiest lawyer in Las Vegas to get me my fucking money back and then some for now emotional distress because instead of doing my fucking homework and studying for my test i'm already pharmacology already has me on the ropes i'm already fighting for my fucking life and you guys are adding this unnecessary stress because you motherfuckers don't know how to document shit how do you not have on file how much my deposit was and i do How is that possible? How do you not have on file that I paid $350 when I moved in for the cleaning fee? Documentation. Y'all need to document everything. Anything you think doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. So fucking what? You have nothing to lose by documenting. And I will be giving all of this to a lawyer. So I will be getting my money back and then some. For pain and suffering, emotional distress. So that is why I posted the um, the post. Well, if you didn't see, a lot of people don't know. Um, on my personal story, I posted uh, crowdfunding to my cash app. I think I'm going to make a GoFundMe, actually, for legal fees. Because Las Vegas lawyers are not cheap. Um. And I, I, like I said, I'm struggling financially as it is already living paycheck to paycheck because I'm in school and not working, broke college student here. And so it's, it's, it's upsetting me and my homegirls that they are coming to me looking for money. So, but I will be taking them to court um, if, if I cannot get the resolution I desire because I'm not paying them anything. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, I want to talk about that and why documentation is so important. Why I urge anyone renting, if there's anything. Like this apartment, when I moved in, there was a Cheerio on the ground. Took a picture of that. Why? Because if when I move out, they're saying, oh, when you moved in, there was no Cheerios on the ground. And now there's a Cheerio on the ground. If I like, if I were so happen to leave a Cheerio on the ground, this is a example.
don't take this serious, right? You left the Cheerio on the ground. There were no Cheerios on the ground. Um, now we're going to charge you for having that Cheerio on the ground. I can now be like, hold up. No, 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 no. I have a picture that I took on August 1st, the day my lease started, the day of I, the day I moved in. And what is in the picture? Cheerio. Cheerio on the fucking floor. So, no, I will not be paying that. You know what I'm saying? Like, document everything. Please take pictures of everything. Everyone has a smartphone in this day and age. Even the flip phones, if you cannot afford a smartphone and you have a flip phone. Even so much as most judges and courts will honor, like, you just getting a notebook and writing down, like, your account. Like, oh, today when I walked into this apartment, I found this on the ground. Excuse me. Sometimes it's as simple as that. And um, so, yeah, I will keep you all posted on what happens with that. But I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my fucking life. Everybody wants money from me. I don't have it. Sorry. Get it from somebody else. Uh, all the episodes will not be like this. This episode, my podcast episode, was just me fucking ranting because I feel tried. I feel tried. And, um... So, at the end of every episode... I want to do a Dear Diary segment where you all send in, you know, something that's happening to you and you either solicit advice or you just want a reaction to me. So I'm going to drop the email. Um, I have not created the email yet, uh, but the email is going to be uh, diary of a girl like me podcast.com. So send an email entitled Dear Diary. For example, Dear Diary, I've been talking to this uh, blah, 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 for blah, 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 and he blah, 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 what should I do? Stuff like that. Or, you know, just advice. You want us to talk shit about somebody. You know, anything. So send in those Dear Diary submissions. Um, I want to grow. A few of you t- have talked about like a video component to the podcast. I want that. I want to do that. But I need to figure out the audio portion first. Uh, yeah. I want to do all those things, but one step at a time. I'm not good at technology. I'm doing my best. So the more support we get, the more we can do. So, yeah. Um, pray for me, y'all. And if you can, donate um, my cash app. Tag is dollar sign Raven R A I V E N so well S O W E L L. If you guys want to donate, I will be crowdfunding. Um, I think I'm gonna make a GoFundMe for my legal fees because at this point they gonna have to see me in court. They're going to have to. So pray for me, y'all. Uh, yeah. This is Diary of a Girl Like Me podcast. Thank you to listening. 
to my pilot episode. Wow, one episode down in the books. Thank you so much for your love and support. I'll see you next week.